podcast episode number 107. I'm once again here with Steve Fisher. How you doing, Steve? Great, Dan. Still awesome, right? <laughs> We're recording this oh, like, back to back. <laughs> I know. Like, so people are so cool. This is like episode 157. We just recorded it back to back. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what I said last episode, where we're going to dive into Steve's head a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit of philosophy, some mentality on, on the industry and the train side and the products, and, uh, and just kind of have a little open discussion that I think will be enlightening for me and enlightening for you guys out there. Uh, and before we get into that, here's a quick little message from uh, our sponsor. This episode of Gunfighter Cast is brought to you by Bravo Concealment Holsters. Use our coupon code GUNFIGHTER at checkout when you visit bravoconcealment.com and get 10% off your entire purchase. So, first question, Steve. This is a, a famous question with uh, from a friend of mine who asked pretty much everybody he gets near in the firearms industry, and there's two parts to it, and I'll ask the first one first. What's wrong with the firearms industry? Oh, I know. Um, there's a bunch of people that um, do not know how to play nice with others that over-sensationalize and often try to outdo others with daring deeds of awesomeness and the latest, coolest, greatest, badassery of techniques of entertainment. And let's see who has the best media outlets and who can put the most videos and who can do it's just awesome. It is here here's how I break it down. Thank you to the world of the internet and Instagram and Facebook. We now have the electronic training circus of high school available to everybody. That's about right. It is exactly what it is. You know the the, the word the weirdest part is some dude out there somewhere thinks they own the entire key to it all. Like they've got the keys to the gate the magic box and they're the end all be all of all of this and the best part about it is guess what dude you don't you're an idiot stop pretending that you have all the answers because not one soul does I don't care what the pedigree is you don't have it all no one does this is why there's so much of this shit in the industry you're so much more passionate about this line of questioning and I've only asked one that you were red dots oh dog it gets worse trust me (laughs) (laughs) so one of the things you said you talked about all the all the different people out there you know there's a good side to that too that's like there's a little competition there so for for me I gotta make sure I'm saying the right stuff and doing the right stuff you know even if it's not mine it's somebody else's that doesn't matter it's still it's still right is right right uh not everybody feels that way unfortunately but at the same time they're there is a uh, a race to the bottom right now. I want to get people in my classes so bad that I'm going to put something dangerous and crazy on the internet, and people are going to watch and be like, "Wow, I got to train there because they're shooting next to people's heads." I mean, there's some really, really dangerous things going on, uh, yeah. and some really stupid things. There's a, there's a complete race to the bottom with some elements of this industry which are trying to, to out of uh, dramatization of of training courses. It's dangerous, and somebody's going to get hurt. More oh. than they already have. Somebody's going to get killed. Oh, people have been. People yeah. have been hurt. People have been almost killed. It's just unbelievable the garbage that's out there and why. I don't know. Now, granted, Ken Hackathorn was the ultimate Jedi Yoda of this industry. Um, said something a long time ago that always stuck, and that was just because something is dangerous doesn't mean it has to be. A lot of truth there. Oh, and absolutely. I mean, you think about how we prepare people for certain things, uh, you know, shoot houses, theater, you know, combat. I mean, military training specifically inside the higher level tier groups. Um, these guys don't get to those places by being entertainment junkies. They don't get to these places by, you know, being this gee whiz, super awesome, I'm going to do confidence drills, shoot next to my head bullshit. They don't get there because of that. Here's what gets them there. You you ready for this like knowledge bomb from hell? <laughs> well, I'm thinking work ethic, but I'm well. I'm oh, dude, what you're gonna say? Oh, dude, besides work ethic and you know their their integrity, loyalty, all that good stuff, which we, we know some of them don't have, um, and others do, but that usually gets sorted out real fast. Yep. But here it is: no shit fundamentals. 
Absolutely. Which are so not sexy. They are so not fun. It's like eating Brussels sprouts and broccoli, which I like both. But still, it's um, dudes just like, yeah, this, this is not going to get me there. I need to be doing, you know, man, cheetah flips and hondo rolls and throwing myself along the ground and, and bat sliding under tables and benches and doing all kinds of stupid shit. When, hey, dude, do not mistake the fact that capacity does not equal accuracy or ability. I bet you get the same thing probably a lot more often than I do, um, or you know, or maybe not. But I, like I just came to Point Blank Range in, in the Charlotte area. I'm the director of training for both their locations, and I, I redid a lot of their classes. I thought a lot of them needed some work, and uh, they had a lot of really strong instructors and some good good classes they were doing. But they could definitely they they could be updated and, and made quite a bit better. So I, I brought my own curriculum in here and and, and started a a four level three hour a night. They, they do a lot of training on the weeknights, and the, the customers love it because uh, it fits their schedules better. So, like three-hour blocks. So, I made a defensive handgun one, two, three, and four. That does over. That's you know, like three hours at a time. I get people already saying, "Oh, you know, can I just come into to the three and start there, or can I start two? Sure. And I'm, I'm like, w- "Would you come to my two-day class and show up at one o'clock in the afternoon after lunch because you're pretty sure that you understand the safety and the shooting thing that I've already talked about that day? No, you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make any sense. I am going to change the way you shoot guns." Is what you're not understanding. Yeah. I, I, you're gonna after you hang out with me for three hours in this little defensive handgun one class that you think is gonna be like what the buttons do on the guns. You are gonna be shooting your gun a different way than you've ever shot your gun before. And I tell people that 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 well, I've taken classes with this and that and everything else. I'm like, well, that's that's great. I, I have no doubt that you can come to three and you can be safe and you won't be dangerous and and you'll do you'll do well. You'll learn things, but you won't have all the foundation that I've built to set up for that right there. So you'll be missing a huge piece of that puzzle. And I want you to get that from the very beginning, and we're going to start out from the very beginning that way. It's not because you're you're not ready for it or anything like that. It's because it's its own different set of curriculum, um, and and it it is fundamental. It is all it is. Oh my God, that's just so earth shattering. I can't even comprehend that. They come after you all the time too. Oh, dude, I, I get I get the whole gamut of this stuff. You know what I tell guys? I'm like, you know what? Here's the deal. Not a problem. But guess what's going to happen. I am not going to hold up the group for you. I do the opposite. I, I, I believe I, I do the opposite. I tell them, look, you can't come to my level two first or my three first. You can start at my level one. But if you can shake my hand and look me in the eye when we're done and tell me that you did not, that was not worth the money you paid for it, I'll give you your money back. Mm-hmm. I, I've told many people that, and I've never had anybody say, yeah, I want my money back. And I, well, I, I got a money back guarantee on that class. I I have gone opposite of that. I used to do something like that at one point in time, and I did away with it um, because, honestly, I have gotten a reputation in the past two years or so for being that dude who is not going to cut you any slack. I am not going to hold shit up because you can't perform, and it is not my problem you chose to overthink your ability and skill set. And I tell people there there is literally a outline on my web page that dudes like everybody else who refuse to read instructions. That's great. You know what? Sure. You want to spend your hard-earned money and you want to come to just because you've taken five classes from everybody else. Just because you completed five classes does not mean you have successfully, really truthfully successfully completed that class. It means you've gone there, you've gone through the motions, you've delivered rounds and you had a good time, and you touched the magic of whoever it is your latest favorite flavor is. And we all have them across the industry. There's no bullshit about it. Everybody has their favorite flavor that they continually go back to. No matter how many times we push them away and tell them to go somewhere else, or they do, and then they come back, that's great. But they have to explore other venues and instructors. But just because you take it a class does not mean you have, you know, you have passed that class. You know, and I think the most important side of that is not just sitting there in the class for two or three or five days, but it's the homework in between the classes. You know, I, I don't have the, I don't possess the ability to make somebody awesome because they hang out with me for sixteen hours straight on a range. Exactly. I I can I can give them how we do it, why we do it, where it comes from, where it applies in the context of you know whatever their reality is, uh, and how to go practice it. And, and train that, how their proficiency comes from when I'm gone. And they're they're working on those things that they sucked at. 
Well, you know, the thing is, people do not want to put in the time. So it's just like anything else. A lot of people would all like to run, you know, a million miles or be able to bench press 400 pounds or whatever the case may be. You know, they, they all want shortcuts. They all want some type of other – they don't want to earn it. They don't want to put in the payments. They don't want to do the dues to get it in there. And they just want the easy shortcuts and to be given the answers. And that's one thing that I have been getting a lot of is dudes like, man, you're giving us a problem. You're giving us an equation. You're giving us variables. But somewhere along those lines in there, you've already given us the answer. It's up to us to find it. I don't know how we got on to training done right when we were talking about what was wrong with the industry. Well, let's talk about what's wrong with yeah, let's go back to what's wrong with it. Yeah, sorry. I, I know. We get off on these tangents. It's just something you and I have, like, sat down and talked about previously in life. But, um, you know, we get on those tangents, and we, we just go off track. But anyway, what is wrong with the industry? You've got a bunch of shitheads that have taken four or five classes in their lifetime. They are now a trainer. They've now gotten their NRA search, which is a great organization. They're doing very well with some of the new programs and projects. You still have 125,000 cowboy idiots that are doing it wrong, that are killing people in classes because they're still going by what they used to know because they're doing things wrong. But what else is really wrong with it is the fact that there's just so many dudes that are like, well, I can teach that now. I've taken a class from Larry Vickers, Kyle Lamb, Pat McNamara, Calvin I've done the whole thing. Now, we've all taken those classes. We've all developed curriculums. There is practicality. There's reasons. I will learn from anybody. I don't care if you were the world champion bullseye offhand pistol shooter of 1958. You have something to offer me. And, and that, learn- I think, is what really, really is wrong with the industry is a lack of humility. Yes. Ooh, yeah. You know, it, it's, mm-hmm. I've, I've got so many things that I've changed my mind about. But I, 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 I've, been, I've changed my mind about so many things that I'm like, man what am I going to be teaching in five years or 10 years? Cause I'm changing my mind about so many things and I'm not so ingrained in my curriculum that I can't do that. And there's all these, and I don't mind the people who have taken five classes and they want to go teach people and do sure. stuff. They don't have, they don't have a problem with it at all. As long as they stay in their lane and they continue on a quest for expertise. Uh, yep. I don't consider myself an expert in anything in life, but I consider myself on a quest for expertise in a few things in my life. I want to be a better father, a better husband. I want to be an expert at those things. I want to be an expert firearms trainer. I want to be an expert firearms shooter. I want, I want to do all that. I got expert badges from the Marine Corps, but you know that's well, that that an application will get you a job at Walmart, right? So it's like yeah. I, I I've got these are my quests for expertise that I'm going to be on for the rest of my life. And uh, what I thought was good information five years ago, I find yesterday that it's not good information, and I have to change when new information arrives. And I think that's where a lot of things that that's one thing that's holding us up a lot, and and it's affecting the students, you know, more than anything else. And this and, and it's their safety, right? And that's what's most important. And unfortunately, these dudes are feeding on the weak. They're absolutely the opposite of what they should be, which is driving these people up to a higher education. And it doesn't matter who they're pressing them out to, but they need to press them out to other people, not just themselves to collect a paycheck. They're wrong. They're doing themselves and their students a big problem. Uh, they're not taking care of their students, and they don't have the best interest at heart. The others are the, oh, you know, you said that quest. You know, I mean, for myself, I'm lucky enough to have some great friends with inside this family that we have um, of good people, not the shitbags. You know, I, I find that the, I find that a lot of guys, and, and somehow myself became included in this, and I don't even know how. I've only been in this industry outside of the Marine Corps for a little bit over three years, but uh, I don't even know what magic happened to allow me to be a part of, of that group that you're, you're in. But the what? You're not a shit bag. <laughs> right. So, well, thank you for that. But what I'm saying is, at your level, Steve, we don't. There's not that issue. You know, there we we don't. We we learn from each other constantly. I mean, heck, we we're in some chats on Facebook and some groups, and and we we meet oh, yeah. and, and talk. And you know, none none of us. There's probably we probably teach people how to press trigger a different way. Yeah, we we, they, we might teach some some uh, some tactics a slightly different way, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's like we we have some things that are consistent, like operational risk management, safety, all those, and 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 actually, and a care for our students. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. So. 
man, we have some some open discussions all the time, and I I just read and learn to keep my mouth shut all the time. And there's so much there. So I don't see that problem as much here where we are. No, no absolutely not. And so, so there's this level of professionalism uh, with inside that families that we have that I have taught for, she's, you know, in my time frame of my career with several other companies, several other prominent instructors, um, you know, that I have either AI'd for, worked with in a long-term capacity, um, have taught classes, their core curriculum classes for them when they haven't been able to do it either because of illness, injury, other engagements, something happened, another contract came up. You know, you can sit there and you can work. We, we literally, you and I could say, hey, you know what? Go see Dan Shaw. Why? Because Dan Shaw is going to give you another book perspective, blah, 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 and X, Y, Z. Go train with so-and-so. Hey, hey man, go train with Fisher up at wherever because he'll give you a perspective of this that you may not see, or he has a better understanding of red dots on handguns than I do, and that's what you're looking for. We understand that in this family, we are friends, that we are Basically, we feed off of each other. We see a lot of the same students over and over. Same students, yep. Coming from the same circles. And the other thing that really helps us is each other because we are professionals. We understand that, hey, you know what? If some student or some person wants to post an after action of the Dan Shaw class, and so that, hey, you know, Steve Fisher mentioned this guy, Here's the after action. I took a dance class. Awesome. I want yeah. that information out there. I want the students to know about it. I want them to say, hey, you know, we're having a chat on my whatever group, Insta, Facebook, modern, whatever the crap it is we've got going on. And I want that student to post that after action and say, hey, you know what? I took this class from Dan Shaw or, you know, William Petty, Chris Costa, whoever, Mary Vickers, Kyle Lamb. Cal before, Pat McNamara, Mike Pannone, whoever, and this really complemented what I learned here, or XYZ complemented ABC, and it really flowed in with each other very well to help me enhance my learnings and my skill sets and my abilities. The dudes who start treating this like a competition are not the dudes we need to be associated with. No. They, they are the scumbags that literally ruin this because they think they have all this information. They don't. But granted, I filled 60-some classes this year between open enrollment, private classes, teaching for others. Uh, you know, I was, I've been on a breakneck pace for months. And you know what? Yeah, it's awesome. Whatever. I know. I, I message you all the time on Facebook. I'm like, <laughs> where are or, you? Or, or text you. And I'm like, are you awake? You're not driving tonight, are you? Dude. I worry the death. I worry about you all the time, man. When I see you on the road, I'm like, after the story you told me about waking up in the middle of interstates and everything else, and, and you teach all day, drive, sleep for five minutes, and then teach all day, and then drive all night, and you're somewhere else teaching. Like, man, I, I gotta get you. We gotta get you a driver or something. I, oh, I, I just, I'm gonna buy an RV. I'm gonna become. I like, told you, you need to get an RV, dude. Yep. I so need to just get an RV with a toy hauler in the back and do it. Um, but you know, obviously, Dan, when you think about it, I mean, so story time. Um, a couple of years back, I'm teaching a class, some really good dudes in that group, uh, up out of the Illinois area, some, some friends of ours. Uh, I was teaching them some, what we would consider complex malfunction clearances. I referenced Mike Pannone's bolt override clearance. I explained it. I showed it to them. My, my dealings of it, where it had been passed to me, I had seen it, were kind of, you know, smart individuals in the life that we can kind of figure out how some things work, you know, get it, understand it, pass it along. I referenced that in class. Hey, guys, look, and they're all just wowed and floored by this at the time. Because years ago, not a lot of people knew of it or how to handle that malfunction because they weren't being passed on that information. It's not a malfunction that we see quite often anymore with the guns because of ammunition magazines and the guns were mine nowadays. Mm -hmm. But they still can occur. So chance for it, we prepare for it. I referenced it. I referenced this afterwards. Hey, guys, this is Mike Pedones. He's an awesome dude. CTD Solutions. You need to look him up. Great American. Done a ton of awesome stuff in this country. Great human being. Love the man to death. Like, no shit. Mike can call me today. I will drop everything what I'm doing. I will drive or fly across country for that man right now. And 
a couple months later, I get pinged on Facebook from Mike. Now, granted, I had only met Mike, I think, once before in passing somewhere. I had not trained with him, known of him. He wasn't quite on the full travel trainer circuit at that point in time yet. I think he was on some military contracts. Mike says, uh, hey, bro, you know, had some of your guys up at a class, da 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 They said you referenced this exercise. You know, the conversation went something like this. I'm not getting, you know, not exactly verbatim. And it's like, you know, that means a lot. That's this, that's that. Now me and Mike talk frequently, um, which is funny you bring up that subject because me and Mike just had this discussion about red dots. He knows that I've been running them for quite some period of time. Mike is not a individual that is not dumb by any sort. Mike is an amazing intellect and thinker, which is fantastic. He's like, hey, bro, I just need to pick your brain for a few minutes on red dots on guns and what I should be looking at for or who or what. Now, I've met Mike a couple of times, and uh, he is on my current document of people yeah. that I, I need to have on the show here. Oh, dude, Mike, Mike is a phenomenal, phenomenal intellectual. Man. And he's a Marine. He's, yeah, and, and he was, okay, so let's face facts. He was a Marine. He was something else. He was an Army guy. He was a contractor. He's done it all. The dude is a yep. more half I can shake a stick at, man, and he is just a hard dude. And he is just a great, great fucking human being, man. If I can say that on the air, I don't really care. Um, the, the, the dude is just legit. You, you cannot get any better. But giving credit where credit's due for that exercise, in turn, put me and Mike together, and there we are. You, you know, and now we have these discussions. I've been in a couple of classes with Mike. Um, you, you know, same thing with Kyle Lamb at the time. You know, you know me and Kyle, you know, we go far back to the days of, me and Pat Rogers dating back to 2005, six time frame, you know, um, where Pat said, Hey Kyle, you need to get Steve into this program and do this and do this and do whatever, you know, and you know, I'll see Kyle someplace. We'll sit back. We'll kick back. We'll bullshit when there's time. We'll talk about things. You know, I asked him about his daughter's wedding, how, you know, his wife is doing. Um, there's also a great story about how I almost saved his life at shot show three years ago. Um, which Kyle will never live down which is great. Um, I think the quote was, the mag, I will never live it down if the Magpul dude just saved my life and another shot show floor by shanking this guy in the neck. Um, <laughs> it was an awesome story. But, but, you know, these things develop, man. And now I can run into Kyle anywhere. And he's like, hey, bro, what's going on? You know, how's the hunting season been? How's this been? And this isn't a braggart thing. This is what we do when we develop as good people in our service. No, I get it. It's the opposite effect of what a lot of the people are on Facebook. And I get tagged in things a lot. And they're like, hey, or, or they send me a message. And they're like, have you seen what this guy's doing? And then they'll put something public out there and tag me in it. They'll tag you in it. And they're like, look at what this idiot's doing or whatever. And and mm-hmm. the person the person who's doing the tagging doesn't have anything out there to show us what they're teaching or doing, but they're, yeah. they're, they're really wanting you, Steve, to come in there and comment and say something derogatory and negative to back up yeah. what they're saying, which is derogatory and negative, and, and, and somehow giving them more credibility and removing credibility from the person they posted the video on. Uh, and I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. And, I, and what you just explained there was, you know, the whole cliche of you catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar, right? Pretty simple. Yeah. It really does. Oh, absolutely. And, and there's so many views of this. And there's a couple of particular ones in some of the groups that we're in and a part of that I just kind of laugh about. And they bring this up. I'm like, hey, dude, why don't you just kind of drive your car in your lane and worry about your own shit and shut up? <laughs> I'm like, who cares what you think? Who cares what I think? That's what you I'm saying, Steve. I've been wanting to do a video for a while, and I'm going to do a podcast about it. But and, and that's exactly what the title is: is you know who cares what I think, or or somebody will, will say, hey, can you do a review guns? They'll say, hey, can you do a review on on the Springfield Armory XDM Mod One or whatever Mod Two? And it, like I just bought it. I'm like, well, you just bought the gun. Why do you want me to do a review and like uh, affirm your purchase? You know, like I, who cares what I think of the gun? You know, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but but what is it? I, I can give you what I my overview and, and what I what I found in it. I can read some product specs and I can I can give you some groups and how I shot with it and everything else. That doesn't mean you can shoot with it worse or better than me. Uh, it, it, maybe I, I loved it, but it doesn't fit your hand at all. Uh, maybe I, I liked the recoil and you hated it. You know, it's like to a certain extent I get it. You know, somebody who shot a lot and trained a lot 
and understand a lot of things uh, that that lives this every single day of their life, like you do. You know, it 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 there's a little bit that does matter, but when it comes to opinionated stuff, you know, or or what I think of this guy or what he's doing, man, I don't even care what I think half the time. I don't know why anybody else would. You know, here's the thing. Dudes will buy stuff just because their favorite instructor or person has them. Um, you know, and, and they take that with a grain of salt because, look, we've all got our sponsors. Um, a lot of times for me, I will buy a product before I ever get in bed with a company. Oh, or, absolutely. I will, or I will get one well behind the scenes. I'll start doing digging, doing the research, who they're working with, blah, 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 blah the whole thing. And then I will shoot the living dog shit out of their product. And I will try to break it as best I can within practical skill sets that you would normally encounter. Yada, 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 yada. And I tell people in class, like, hey, if you, here's a gun. Shoot it. If you like it, dude, you want to run up to class, bro, have at it. Great. Do it. It's yours. You know, great. Shoot it. Then make a decision. Don't just buy it because it's in my hand and because I say I use this because. That's a We're better not- way of saying what I was just explaining. You know, to me, it, it does matter. Like, I, I don't want to sound like, don't listen to me at all and don't listen to Steve at all because, yeah, obviously at our where we're at, you know, our opinions do matter. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that, that we shouldn't be basing your 100% decision at all. Yeah. Maybe not even – maybe base 25% of your decision on mm-hmm. – or maybe 10. It, I don't know. But uh, definitely don't don't buy it because I use it because I like it. I I don't like carrying guns. I think carrying guns sucks. You know, I think I think they're they're relatively heavy to what I would normally have inside of my waistband, which is nothing. Right. I was a joke in there somewhere. The uh, oh, yeah. they're they're it's, it's they dig in my leg. It's uncomfortable, but I I like dealing with the comfort more than I like dealing with not having a gun or dealing with the discomfort more than I like dealing with not having a gun. So I carry guns. Uh, I'm always on a quest for uh, you know a good holster. Like right now, I've, I'm carrying the uh, Bravo Concealment DOS holster. Really like it. All the adjustment points on it. But there's a lot of good holsters out there right now. Uh, but you know that's that's kind of my go-to. And I've got a rule where if I won't trust my life to it, I won't I won't I won't recommend it. I won't carry it. I won't. I might try it. I test a lot of guns. I have a lot of guns that I carry on a regular basis. People ask me, what guns do you carry? I'm like, well, it depends on the day. You know, it depends on the month. You know, it depends on which one I. What I'm doing. Yeah, and am I reviewing a gun right now? Because I, I, I won't accept guns from companies that do 90-day T&Es or 30-day T&Es. I'm like, that's not, that's, that's not enough time. I can't do a T&E in 30 days or 90 days. I need to carry this gun through a couple of seasons, you know, and, and, and put a lot of rounds through it and, and teach classes and day classes with it. I can't review a gun uh, in, in a 30- or 90-day T&E, so I won't even do it. I won't even touch it. And so what I carry doesn't really matter, you know. Just because I'm carrying it doesn't mean I love it. And, and there's some guns where like, I'm not carrying that again because I don't trust it. You know, right now I've got a, a Century C39 uh, V2. Or not, I'm sorry, the uh, Desert Rifle AK. Uh, I've got a uh, the TP9SF, the little $380 yeah. gun. Me and you yeah. talked about it in Ohio, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a $380 gun with a $600 trigger in it. Mm-hmm. And I've been really impressed with the gun. And I've probably got about 400, 450 rounds to it right now. And it's, it shoots awesome, accurate, feels great, recoils good, the whole fit, everything. I, I like it, man. It surprises me every time I shoot it that it's a $380 gun. But I've had a couple of little hiccups with magazines. And those little crappy magazines that they put in it, um, it it's, it's gonna, I, I think we may end up with a problem where bad magazines happen to a good gun. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I hope there's some aftermarket people working on magazines for it because, uh, you know, it's been good, but I've had a couple of magazine issues. So I, I have a full review coming out later on. Guys, wait for that. Uh, but, you know, this, I, I, I'm not getting paid by them. I, I want to give the, the audience the right information, you know. And sure. I, w- I would love this $380 gun to be the most awesome gun ever. Mm-hmm. And we all have those. You know, there's a lot of them that I do behind the scenes for companies that, you know, my information is like a white paper to them based on a 5,000 to 7,000 round evaluation, depending on what the gun is. Uh, one gun particularly was a 10,000 round evaluation. You know, and, and it's one of those things like where you and I agree to disagree at certain times about other things. You know, Dan, you're a horrible person because you will not carry a 1911. Right. You, you're just a horrible person. I cannot stand you anymore because the 1911 is the best gun John Moses Browning ever invented. It's a predecessor of all the modern semi-autos. It is the best damn gun in the world with the best trigger, the best sights. The best Let's have a angle. moment of silence. Thank you. <laughs> you know, okay. I will never argue for a second. I know. The, tri- right. the trigger that all guns are measured against. 
You know, exactly. it, <laughs> right? <laughs> it is, you know, but you know, just, and, and so that, that people got so butthurt about that. I'm not telling you not to carry it. I'm just saying it's not the gun for me. Not to carry it. Exactly. The what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I carry a whole bunch of guns. Now, granted, I am a diehard 1911 guy. I love the I gun. I, I, I am a disgusting, but granted, here's the difference. My 1911s are not a off-the-shelf, box-stock, rock-something, Springfield, $800 gun. And you could probably also put together, if you don't already have it, a three-day full 1911 gunsmithing class on how to completely maintenance that gun yes. forever. Absolutely. You have in-depth knowledge. Absolutely. And what I also have is I have an in-depth knowledge, and I also have a very good well-to-tap of resources for that, such as Sean Armstrong from Nighthawk. Yep. John Jardine from Jardine Customs. Probably one of the best. 1911 builders, like if not the dude in the world right now, Joe Chambers from Chambers Customs. And these are the dudes that have worked, built my guns, have worked on my guns to make them what I want them. Now, granted, like my daily carry piece is a Nighthawk Commander, 9mm, out of the box, nothing done to it. Gun has been shot the snot out of it. It works. He's like, it only holds 10 rounds. I'm like, cool story, bro. You got a Glock 43 in your pocket. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, I mean, people get too wrapped up on this debate, and I love it because it's so much fun. I'm like, look, statistically, we understand that X, Y, Z. I will probably never fire all ten rounds out of that gun. Statistically, I understand I will probably be in a car crash before gunfight. Statistically, I know I'm going to die of heart disease before, or diabetes, or God knows whatever it is right now. Um, anybody in the world that we have, and all these other things before I die in a gunfight. So you know what? It's comforting. It's comfortable. I carry them. And, but again, it goes back to something I said before about capacity is not, you know, is, is, is definitely not a substitute for your capability or accuracy. Yeah, whatever you gun you choose, don't suck with it. You know? Yeah, you can push with a dog. But yeah. But, you know, the thing is, you know, I carry a Glock 19 sometimes. Sometimes I carry a 34. I carry a freaking CZ. Yeah, well, you're a big dude. Me. That's why you can carry the 34. Like, me carrying a 34 I, would be like carrying a rifle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've got a 34 with an RMR on it, and that's 300 U-boat in my pants, you know. If you guys don't know what Steve Fisher looks like, Steve's like 6'5". I'd like, I don't know, you can call me 200, 280 pounds. I don't know. He's, Steve's a, a big boy, nicknamed the Yeti, right? Um, uh, my wife's like 5'2", and, and he... Like tries to throw her around and tries to get her to give him high fives and, and stuff, and it doesn't work out. Awesome. He also taught my kid how to headbutt, which I don't appreciate. Dude, that was the most epic thing of OTOA was teaching your kid how to give headbutts. He's still, well, he he kind of outgrew it now, but now he he punches people. But. Dude, that's even better. We can show him other cool things now. That's the beauty of this. So you know, the whole thing is just because I don't care, it doesn't mean you don't care because you don't like it. Because this person, I mean, you're like me. We have a safe full of guns. We have all kinds of toys in there. Hey, you know what? This weekend when I get home or this week before my road trip to Colorado another day, I might pull on my H&K P7 M13 or M10 and carry that. There you you know why? It's got sights and a trigger and I know how to use them and I don't care. You know, I don't... Yeah, we're way off care. topic right now. We're, we're way yeah. off topic. I don't even I don't even care about handguns. Like I I carry a VP9 the most when I can. I, I love that gun out of the box. You know, it's the best striker fire trigger out of the box. I mean, I love the PPQ trigger, uh, but I, I just I've, I've been crazy about that VP9. But I don't I don't really care about handguns. I think handguns suck. I I'm, I'm a rifle guy. You know, and that's obviously I can't carry a rifle with me all the time. So right now I'm working on uh, uh, I'm working on getting a couple of uh, AR pistols. Uh, in the car, in the car, just to to kind of keep in there, because Absolutely. I I I don't have them right now, and uh, you know, good. I'm talking, you know, good solid guns, um, sure. good accuracy with the the size and and everything else. But man, just the, the rifle caliber round, and dude, the world's not getting any nicer, man. And uh, handguns suck. Rifles are awesome. Yeah, a- absolutely, 100 percent true. But yeah, uh, you know, getting back to shitheads in the industry, there's a lot of them. Um, and again, for guys like us and some of the others in our circle, we know each other. We can feed off of each other. We can push students back and forth to each other. 
we're all within the same space of what we're teaching, just a different tweak or process to it based on our experiences in life and what we've done or what we do. And we all have a take on it. It's just like a recipe. Somebody wants to put more salt. Somebody wants to add more pepper. Somebody wants more garlic. And you can never go wrong with too much garlic. But, right. you know, we are all friends. A good vast majority of us that should be. My and thing that I like the most about it is we hold each other accountable. Yeah, like if absolutely. if there's something that's screwed up or something like, yeah, no, dude, that's not right. You know, we we don't have a problem with and like I I see it all the time where they're straightening each other out and and usually it's like a little bit of ribbing or joking and ingest, but people are still saying, look, man, you you should check out this right here because I think what you're doing or what you got going on is is not really accurate. You know, it's uh yeah that kind of thing, and I think that's constructive. You know, and it, it does a really good job, maintains relationship, but it also, you know, keeps guys grounded and, and going the right direction. It, it, it absolutely does. And there should be more of this kind of ability, which, you know, here's the other thing. The Internet is a powerful tool. Somebody somewhere knows someone that knows everything you've done. Yeah. With, in that reason, somebody knows it. And you're not going to hide it for very long, dude. You're just not. Um but, you know, again, for us, it's like these, these dudes are usually, and, and granted, take it for what it is, this isn't a big, big, uh, you know, because people will take it wrong way, but I'll, but I'll put it the way it is anyways, that, that, you know, it's a lot of the local level instructors, which we all were at one time. We were all that dude who was the big fish, small pond kind of thing, but we evolved, we grew, we understood. But there's those ones that think, hey, I'm the hot shot right now, and I've got all the answers to this because I've got 100 million subscribers on Instagram. <laughs> and I am just so awesome. Look at my sideshow. It's funny. Every time you make these comments tonight, I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh, there's a but, few. Trust me, no. There's a couple of them. And, yeah, there's a couple of them. But, uh, again, man, it's like these do not try to give students something they will never unlock or achieve. Just make them better, man. Make them grow. That's what it's all about. We can make them grow. We need to educate them. We need to push them along to the next levels of things. And that's it. It's and that hard. We, we help ourselves grow in the process. At least I do, man. I, I learn stuff. God, people, I hear people say it. It's like like it's almost BS. They're saying, but I, man, I, I learn stuff like every single time I get in front of students. Almost every time. It's like, man, you know what? How right. have I not thought of that before? Am I a moron? What am I doing teaching people these things if I've never thought about that right there? That is genius. You know, and it's like that I get those every once in a while, you know, and it's uh and I write that down. I'm like, all right, I got it. Cool, that's cool. I gotta test that. I gotta check that out and you know, prove it. Run into it a lot. So we've been really negative. Let's let's, let's go po- let's go positive. So what um what's right with the firearms industry without regurgitating what we've already said? Ah, what's right about it is that more dudes are starting to realize it. Yeah. That you know, but, we need to come together more instead of trying to separate and burn each other down. Yeah. Where they're starting to understand that, hey, you know what? We should really actually have some dudes, like, no doubt, like, talking to each other and doing more and shooting together more and bouncing curriculum off of ideas off of each other and, you know, whatever it may be. But there needs to be that degree of, you know, of us just getting together more, which there is now. And a lot of us are getting there, and it's getting better, and we're cutting through the bullshit. We're, we're closing off those, I won't say the outsiders, but the dudes that are not bringing anything good to the company, to to the family, to the industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and we're doing that. I was worried when I first got out of the Marine Corps, when I was cranking up a training company and formed my little LLC and everything else, I was like, man, I'm just another dude getting out of the military. I'm a dime a dozen. Yeah. You know, there, there's, there's a lot of me out there, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of guys who can shoot good. I don't know if everybody, you know, maybe personality and, and the way you teach, because I've spent a lot of time on the platform teaching Marines and, and units and, and a lot of things. And uh, so I had a lot of things that from that that really helped me out a lot, I think. But as far as curriculum and what I was teaching and everything else, I was like, you know, I, I, don't, even, I don't even know what I'm what, – what am I going to bring to the table that there's not a bazillion of out there already? So I was like, yeah, I've probably figured out just – Stay right here in my hometown, teaching people, maybe they have a nice little side job, and we'll, we'll do our best to make it work. Next thing I know, that wasn't the case at all. Uh, and a lot of that was because of Gunfighter Cast. This, this podcast right here helped out a lot with that, uh, opened a lot of doors for me. And I, I thank the listeners for, for that success that, that helped, me, helped me retire from the Marine Corps. But what I found out very, very quickly 
and I knew this before then because Gunfighter Cast allowed me to know this because listeners put me in check uh, because of other mentors that I had uh, that put me that put me in check and, and would answer questions and help me. Most of my gunfighting and, and fights that I've been in and shootings and, and operations, uh, whatever, most of that doesn't apply when I'm teaching a civilian or, or SWAT cops. Some of it does, and when it does, I bring it in. But a lot of it is like uh, uh, Petty put out a post the other day about some you know military instructor not knowing about even understanding case law. And I was like, man, I hope they don't teach defensive shooting if they don't even understand that. I'm like, then right. above all else, then we, we have to we have to be able to teach mindset and decision making and and uh, and bring in all the different factors and use of force. Uh, that kind of scared me. That, that that but I'm sure there's a lot of that out there. But the uh, and then Petty wasn't wasn't meaning anything negative about it because Petty's one of those guys. Uh, if Petty's putting something out there, it's he's like laughing and joking. And he can barely type it while he's laughing about it. You know, he's he's a, he's a goofball. Um, yeah. But I, I realized I realized through Gunfighter Cast, and this is one thing that I, I probably would have been the opposite, but Gunfighter Cast saved me. Um, I can't say anything wrong. If I say something wrong, there's 50 people out there, 100 people out there listening that will email me and, and set me straight and tell me that I'm, I'm saying the right thing. So I still say stupid stuff and do stupid stuff all the time, but I don't get away with it. And so my my uh, my policy is I I got to do my research. So I I, I dove in to a lot of different things uh, to really understand the, the, the law side, the legislation, the use of force, ethics, uh, and everything else in use of force. Because that's, when we're talking defensive shooting, uh, especially, you know, concealed carry person out there, um, I can teach a monkey how to run a gun. I mean, give, give me Harambe's ghost, and I'll have, them, I'll have them shoot the tight group in an hour. You know, but it's... Uh, I, I've got to train their software, and I have a short amount of time to do that. And I've spent most of my life learning how to think tactically in a military environment, and I just took that information and translated it into the civilian environment. Uh, the same mindset, but it's a total different context, not even the same at all. And I think that's helped out a lot. But I mean, I was so worried at the beginning. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But why would anybody care what I have to say? Mm, absolutely. And why would anybody listen to us? You know, why should they listen? Yeah. Why would anybody want to pay that kind of money to hang out with me for two days? I'm going to hurt your feelings. I'm I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'm going to crush your soul. I'm going to hurt your feelings. I'm going to build you back up. I'm going to make you better. Yep. I tell people all the time, I don't even care about guns. I don't don't like guns. I don't have that safe that you mentioned earlier full of guns. Guns don't, they don't mean much to me. I I just don't care about them. I don't know what that barrel's made of. I don't know who made it. I I got the the hardware just doesn't interest me that much. Does it work good? Will it work in all these situations and these conditions? Cool. Uh, what problem-solving features does it have on it? Awesome. I like that. That's cool. That I, I like that gun now um, because of the problem-solving side of it, not the look or anything else. You know, things got to look cool, though. That's real. rule. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what I love is what you just described. It's my addiction. It's why I am a trainer. It's why I don't fly around in rock star jets to make the big bucks. It's because I love helping people grow. Uh, it's the reason I do this podcast. It's that's that's my favorite, and not only helping people grow, but I like seeing growth in myself, and uh, yeah. I I I love to see that I got better in training. And out of everything, I've, I've coached sports. Uh, I've I've done a, a lot of different things in helping people learn different things in the military: call for fire, fixed wing, rotary wing, you know, uh, artillery, whatever, close air support. I've taught a lot of things, and that's just a couple examples. Sports and everything else, it doesn't matter. The thing that I have found in life that I can make most the most impact on somebody, if you can be a brand-new shooter who doesn't know anything, doesn't know what the buttons do on the gun, and I'll have you shooting a tiny little group where all the rounds are touching in about 8 to 10 minutes. You know, it's, 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 there's a, such a drastic improvement so quick, and I love the look on people's faces uh, and helping people grow and, and helping myself grow. That's the advice. Oh, yeah. So I'm born to hurt yeah, absolutely. Shooting the gun is the easiest part of all. My God, it is so stupid, simple, easy. It's not even funny. People get in their own heads, and it's our job to get them out of their own heads and to, and to fix what they're thinking and what they're seeing and what they're processing. But, you know, you know, the thing it also comes back to is um, when we talked about you when you first got out of the Marines. You know, there's a lot of people we were watching you. You know, because it's what we do. We, we see the newcomers. We see who they are. We watched. And we saw it. And it developed him like, you know what? Dudes are vouching for this cat. He is a good dude. 
you obviously have something going on. So you know what? Let's pay attention to this guy. Let's get to know this dude. Let's talk to this guy, man. Where can we help this? Where can we help him? Because a lot of us who are currently where we are would not be here if it wasn't for people that helped us along the way. You know, somewhere, someplace, somebody helped us with something to get us in a position where we are at. Yep. They may have not developed the entire curriculum for us or done something else or whatever the case may be. Don't care. We still had to develop these things, but somebody someplace trusted us to do it. You know, you and I had this talk this past year at OTOA, you know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of places willing and able and all the stuff and whatever it was, and we help each other. We all do. But that's what separates us, you know, yeah. from everybody else. It's really sad, you know, that that uh, that those those some of that that group out there, you know, how do we how do we reach them? You know, is they like, look, dude, stop Ooh. being this way. This is counterproductive for your students, our students, the industry. It's also it counterproductive for your business model because guys like Steve could could help you, you know, and, and find somebody that that'll that'll. Maybe even hey, they're going to pay you to run their gun because you're doing good and and you're you're going to teach these things and you're going to make more money and you're also going to have a better website because you make more money and you're going to reach more students because you're going to have stronger SEO and you're going to buy a marketer and you know whatever hire a marketer whatever you 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 could grow tremendously yes if you were friends with Steve Fisher you know but uh, but you instead you're being a dick you're friends with Will Petty or Aaron Cowan or any of the right. dudes that we're with you know. And, yep. and, and it's not just one. It, 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 it's all of us. Because you know what? When one vouches for one and somebody calls to verify with another and they hear it three times over from five different people that they all trust, it's like, that's a clue. There are dudes in this industry that have no clue what some of us have even done for them behind the scenes without them even knowing until later on. Yep. You, you know, just, just be the, hey, you know what? You're looking for this. You need to talk to these dudes. You need to bring this up. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just these are good people. You should be looking at them. But I get emails um, from people that I've only met once or twice, and yeah. or not from them, but but from companies or somebody else. Hey, so and so said that that you were you were really really good at doing this. You like doing this, and hey, we, we've got this thing, and I want you to check it out. Just see what you think about it, you know. And like somebody I haven't even talked to in two years uh, recommended me for something. I guess we're still paying attention to what I'm doing and everything else. And I'm like, it just blows my mind every time. It's such a small industry here. It really is. It, it really is. But, you know, there's those people that are just doing their, their, the rest of the people wrong by trying to isolate, segregate, and they think they've got this whole thing figured out because there's some gee whiz about all this other stuff. Or the other one you see is a lot of times these buy their students off. You know. Yeah, give me I, an example of that one. So there, there are groups that I've seen over the years of people that will have every little awesome toy trinket whatever it is buying the students literally like we need to collect every coin that this dude comes out with every year or every whatever it is you know what i mean um like now we all have these little marketing pieces like myself you know yep like every year now for the past like two years i've done a limited run of a branded item that comes out as a special thank you, whatever thing to my alumnus. It goes to them first. You know, maybe like last year I did engraved Zippo lighters with a logo and made 25 of them done. Uh, Jake from Mary's Gear did all the engraving for me. And I did 25 of those Zippo lighters for students that had cigar torch inserts because a lot of us are cigar smokers. And that's kind of a way of giving back. I didn't say you have to come to a class right now and buy these. I had students from two years ago who jumped on board that. Awesome. That's cool. Hey, good deal, bro. Here it is. Enjoy it. Um, but it's like this constant of, you know, and this year I'll have flasks that are coming out, you know, um, because well, a lot of us like to drink bourbon. Hey, why not? So, but, you know, these are little things. It's not a, I mean, I am the worst marketer of anybody I know as far as swag. <laughs> it's like, you know, we have T-shirts, notebooks, stickers, patches, all the usual stuff that dudes like to get. We all like it. And I'm like, yeah, it's here. If you guys want to buy some, let me know. Get a hold of me at lunch or after class on day two, day three, and I'll pull the stuff out for you. If not, sweet, drive on. That's, that's See, my sales pitch. I've thought about offering you some of my, my marketing abilities and and also being your editor. Because a couple oh, of years yeah, ago, when I, 
No, you're, <laughs> that was what I meant to take to you to SHOT Show last year when I told you I had a gift for you, but I forgot to get it. Uh, I was going to get you a stylist because your fat fingers on the phone, like you, you you need an interpreter. Dude, it is hard with meat hooks like mine. And then I type Avery <laughs> and passionate. And then I throw the phone against the dashboard while I'm driving. It's horrible. If any of you guys have seen Red Steve stuff online, especially you could tell by how what he's saying, if he seems like he's a little bit heated, his uh I think his typing his texting gets a bit faster and uh oh, no. his his yeah. spelling and grammar degrades rapidly. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> and you know, and here's the worst part. I wrote for Surefire's Combat Tactics magazine for years. And it's like I sit down on a blank screen and start typing everything out the way I'm supposed to do, and I'm going through my notes, and I'm typing all this stuff out. And I got a 3,000-word article in a day and a half, and they're like, oh, that was great. We only had to clip a few pieces here and do a little adjustment, but holy shit. I'm like, well, yeah, I know how to do it. It's just when I'm driving and trying to do it on the phone and when I'm angry and I hate people because people suck. And that's right. You know, and it's always the same thing where I'm like, well, I'm going to take this real fast and go. Bye. Yeah, don't even worry about it. I don't care. Um, it's just comical. But, you know, the thing is, really, it's like, I let my students speak for me. Not what they got at class, not what kind of cool guy gifts they got, not what kind of cool guy things they won. Granted, you have some great industry support through some really awesome sponsors that have top shooter prizes. Hey, you know what? You might get an engraved barrel from Estrella. You'll get a belt buckle from Aries Gear. Um, you, you know, whatever it is to earn a $150 top shooter prize and get a belt or get this barrel for your gun or whatever it is, it's a performance incentive. Yeah, no, absolutely. And people want that, man. People want to get, like, Aaron's got his red patches or black patches, you know, and, like, everybody, yeah. they want those things. But, and I, I, I love that. That idea, like what Aaron does with his with his black patches, I'm talking Aaron Callen from Stage Dynamics. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something that's very positive, um, where they want to go to that class and give a hundred and twenty percent and get that black pass and be the top guy in the class. You know, you teach a lot of law enforcement. Whenever I'm teaching law enforcement mm-hmm. or teaching military, they might be like, "Chief said I had to be here," or "Gunny made me come." You know, but these civilians, the the regular armed citizens who are paying and taking their days away from their families and paying hard-earned money to come to class, like, those dudes are 120% all the time. And that's it's a beautiful thing. The yeah, I, other ones need dudes, a little bit more motivation. And dudes want it. They, they, you know, it's a, you make them strive for something. You are not a special snowflake. You are not a special person that you deserve something. You need to go out and earn that shit. You want it, take it. You want to be the next thing. You want that patch. You want that coin. You want that T-shirt, whatever that thing is, that shiny thing that makes you even go after something more and perform even more. Then guess what, dude? Earn that shit. Step up in your A game like like this past year. Um, I was in a class with Dave Spaulding, and Dave put on a great combative pistol two program at Ann Arbor Arms in Michigan. Um, I'm like, and Dave is a friend of mine. Dave actually hosted me this year to his home range. And this is another instructor, again, who's a very prominent instructor in our, in our industry, who we all read years ago growing up. And Dave's an old bastard, and I love him. And Dave's like, hey, dude, I really would like you to come teach carbine for my students. I'm like, yeah, sure, Dave. Guess what? Whatever you need, buddy, does that. And he says, so that's easy. Just ask. I will do it. Because you're a good dude. We are friends. I will do this, but. You know, Dave's class this year, you know, I was on the gun, running the hell out of it, cleaning house on all the drills and exercises. We come down to this final, like this performance on demand hit. It's a three-by-five card at seven yards. And from concealment, from the draw, two rounds in that card in under two seconds. I'm like, legit, I'm on. Oh, it is. It is. You've got to move the hands, right? So I played it safe, and it cost me. And I had two rounds touching in... 2.01. Two rounds, dead third of the three by five card, stacked on top of each other in a figure eight dude. Could not hit it any better, right? I'm like, yes. He's like, I hate to tell you this, bro. And he turns the timer to me. I'm like, no. <laughs> and a buddy of mine who's in the class, who's been a student, who's taking private lessons from me. He's trained with other people. He's a serious student on the gun, you know, and I'm watching him set up for the drill. I'm like, oh, he has so got this right now. You know that look. And he's a sports professional, golfer, you know, coach, instructor. The dude is solid. And he's a very good student of a gun. 
absolutely awesome cat. I'm, and I told like the rest of the group, I said, dude has this. He is going to take this all day long right now. Nobody's going to touch him. And he pulled off a 159. Nice. And he's like, I mean, I literally ran over, grabbed him, and hugged him before he could even put the damn gun away. I was that excited for that dude because he was a friend and he was a student. And yet, you know, yep. he put on performance and he whipped my ass and he earned it. And damn, yes, I'm happy for him. I, I've, man, I, I, I told another fellow, man, I just moved to, to Charlotte and I had this, this large student base in, in Wichita, Kansas with Thunderbird that I work for. My old Marine buddy that's still a, the chief instructor when I was the director of training took over my spot there. I tell people to go train there, man, with him. He, he's awesome. But I, I miss my students there so much because I would have, I would have a few of them almost every single weekend. And I, I, I haven't, I've been here long enough to really have those regulars that I get to see grow, not just in one class, but over, a year or two years or three years and I really really miss that and I, I miss my I miss all my students back there that were just um, and I had like 20 of them all together and then there's probably about five or, or ten five or six really um, that were regular regular like I was seeing them every day almost all the time and every little detail was it was there something that, that they needed or something going on and I, I I really miss interacting with them and seeing them I've taken classes with a few of them uh, outside of my classes, like I, we took classes together, and I just love seeing them kicking ass and, and doing Absolutely. great. And, and like I'm at a sustainment level anymore. I'm not even in an enhanced performance level. I'm not, I'm not going to get much faster or much more whatever. I'm at the sustainment level of my training, my practice sessions now, and, and I'm content with that to a degree. I mean, I still push myself on my time, and, and which we have to do. But I love it when the students perform or our friends perform and they win. And that's the thing. There's no ego. There's no bullshit involved in this. This is awesome. I'm not a machine, man. I I, I just can't do the same thing amazingly awesome every single time. And I can show you how to do that. I can do it I can do it pretty good. And so, well I, I would say I would say in most cases, rifle or handgun, I can do things really good every time. But I can't do that awesome thing that I can do every single you time. Awesome. You can do that awesome thing, and you, you can do it. You absolutely can. It's the consistency of what you're doing, it, which we all know about, but the problem is we don't have the time to be consistent. Absolutely. You're right. No, absolutely. You know, everybody thinks you get to shoot all the time. No. <laughs> I get to watch people shoot all the time. Yeah. People think we get to do it. I said, no, nah, dude, I, I just demoed this real cold in front of you, and... This is the first time in two weeks I have actually had time to practice with a handgun. I, I was telling Petty that one day. I was like, you know what? I demonstrate hard. Sometimes I have to, like, stop and take a, a 30 second, maybe even a minute and a half break. Let's go drink some water, guys, after I do a demonstration for something. Because, one, I want to show a high level of uh, of whatever I'm doing. And, two, I'm like, I'm going to get to shoot 20 rounds this month, and it's right here. In this stage, in this thing that I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go hard in the paint. You know, and I'm, I'm like all winded and broke off when I finish my demonstration. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. It's just amazing. Sometimes we go, oh god, did we really just do this? It's just, yeah. You know, here's another dude that we need to talk about that we don't see much of. Um, besides Petty, because I'm tired of his little agent ass. Um, and, and Will is such a good friend, man. You know, a bunch of years ago when I first linked up with him, I saw so much potential in that dude, and I'm so happy for that cat where he's at right now. Yeah. He's an awesome dude who really deserves it. He's another good guy. I, I tell people that his vehicle CQV class, it was outside of the Marine Corps. When I, I've, done some, I've been fortunate to go to some really cool classes. Outside of the Marine Corps, that vehicle CQV class, I would say, is the, the best two-day course that I have taken in the civilian world. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. It, it was it was I mean, so much away from it. Yeah, it I, I really enjoyed that program with Will and seeing it develop over the years. Um, you know, even when we kind of, you know, went away so he could go on and do his thing so he wasn't the, oh, hey, it's the, you know, dude that Fisher's taking care of now or helping out or doing whatever. Yeah. It, it, you know, I, I helped him with some things. He helped me with others. You know, it, it, it's that relationship again. And Will is an awesome dude, and, I, and I'm so happy for him. But there's a cat out there that gets very little attention. He's coming on pretty heavy. Um, of recent is the training company is Green Ops out of Virginia. Uh, I've heard his name. Is Mark, 
yeah, DJ is Mike. He's working real heavily with the NRA program. He was just, um, you know, the dude is a fantastic guy, great shooter, good instructor, no background. Uh, came out of some group stuff. Awesome, awesome guy, man. If you're gonna, if you're in the Virginia area and you are looking for something in like the greater Virginia Fairfax area, like this dude, no holds, no barred, no bullshit. I will put for what it's worth a 100% stamp of approval on is Green Ops. I'm going to take a road trip. It's not too far for me. Uh, no, not at all, dude. They're doing an industry kind of event day um, up there like November 22nd at the NRA headquarters. Um, I'm thinking about punching out there and doing it just because Mike is a great cat, and he's a really good dude. He's got some good guys working with him up there, and you know, he's a former you know, active special operations cat, but the dude is so laid back and awesome and chill. And, and guess what he teaches? Ready? Fundamentals. No shit. There it is. Amazing. That's it, man. Steve, I, and listeners, I apologize. I, for a while there, you had me all captivated and, uh, I forgot that we were recording a podcast. I thought we were just having I'm a sorry conversation. We so long. It's like we were just having one of our phone calls, bro. I'm so sad <laughs> right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, it's I should have been uh, hey, like an hour ago. I don't give a shit. It's talking to you, man. It's well worth every time. I think there's a, a small segment. I appreciate that. I think there's a small segment of, of, of even a large segment of, of the audience that, that will really enjoy this show. I know I have a lot of people that send messages that they teach their instructors where they are. And, and, you know, I, I, they sometimes like, sometimes I get the listener's message that says, Hey, what do I need to be to be an instructor? I'm like, well, that's easy. Being an instructor is easy. All you got to do is get people to pay you money to take a class and you're a professional instructor. That's it. Now, the challenge is being a good instructor. That's something totally different. And I think we covered a few of those things and, you know, the humility and, and, and building the network and learning and, and continuing to grow and, and focusing on your personal growth and the growth of your students um, above everything else. And I, I appreciate it. I think it was uh, – I think it – we, we went a long time, and uh, I think it, it turned out with some, some pretty good information mixed in there somewhere of some casual conversation. Yeah. But that's all right, man. I, I don't like scripted shows. Uh, but yeah, where, where can people – remind people where they can find you at. Uh, they can track me down at sentinelconcepts.com, uh, on Facebook at Sentinel Concepts. Um, you, you know, they can pull me up pretty much anywhere on the Internet from my previous life and what I was teaching and doing. Uh, you know, if they want to look at stuff, videos after actions, they can find me over on primary and secondary forums quite often. Um, you know, hanging out there, having conversations, chatting with the dudes. There's a lot of good video information there. Uh, the YouTube uh, video stuff will be launching this year. That's going to be awesome. I'm kind of excited to get that kicked off for 2017 as well. I'm going to start dropping more knowledge for dudes on camera. I've done it a lot this past year with the crew from Practically Tactical, some good buddies of mine. Um, you know, there's a lot of videos out there with little tips and hints on like the red dot pistols and carbines and all that other stuff we always talk about. But, um, yeah, that's where they track me down. That's where they find me. This complete 2017 schedule is up outside of a few more things I'm going to start adding to. And yeah, dude, we need to link up soon, bro, and do some gun time together. Awesome. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I need to jump on your class. Steve, I, I, there's about three people and you're one of them. Uh, out there and you know we don't get to talk uh all the time you know maybe a, a text or two a month uh, and then i see sure. you a few a few times a year and we get to hang out and, and have some drinks you got me you got me back hooked on uh bloody mary's now, <laughs> now it's now it's almost a problem but, but uh i i consider you a uh a friend and a mentor buddy and uh i really I, thank you for taking the time and we ran into some hiccups uh before we recorded tonight and you're very patient and i Thank you uh, for, for helping out, man, being a positive voice in the industry that I care so much about and for the people that I care so much about, and you do as well, and, uh, you know, helping me and, you know, helping me grow. What, whatever you need, dude, you, you know that. Don't be afraid to call or reach out. I'll do the same. Uh, if there's anything that you're fired up about, excited, like you need to talk about, I don't care if it's a product launch of a company that you're, you're doing some stuff for or it's something that's on your mind, you let me know, and uh, I'm sure the audience would love to hear it, and I would love to present it to them. Yeah. We've that's got pretty much exciting. all I got. Yeah, man, we got some exciting new stuff coming out, some product stuff that's happening in uh, you know, the soft good lineups world that's uh, about ready to launch soon. And when it does do that, we'll uh, let you know. That sounds like a plan. Hey, Gunfighter Cast out.
guys, Daniel here. Thank you so much for being a part of Gunfighter Cast and a listener of the show. If you feel that you get something out of Gunfighter Cast and you enjoy the show, why not pledge a dollar or two dollars through our Patreon site? Basically, you pledge one or two bucks an episode. When uh, some content is released at the end of that month, your card will get charged. Pretty simple and easy way to support the show when you're getting content. If not, all good. You're going to keep getting them for free. Thanks again for listening and being a part of the show. Gunfighter Cast out.